Okay. Hi, Diane. Hey, Diane. I want to tell you thank you. I saw you a couple times today posting other groups suggesting us for folks who are having trouble. I just want to say thank you. You said a lot of nice things, and I really appreciated that. Yeah. I didn't tell you about that. Yeah. But it was nice to see. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. All you guys that refer us, all you folks, we're so grateful for referrals. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine today, um, big marketing guy, and he, he's expert at all that stuff. And we was talking about how, you know, how we've grown and um, we have what he calls organically. <laughs> because it's just all word of mouth and referrals and you guys just becoming friends. That's how we do it. So, yeah, thank you. Well, let's get into our uh, Meal Tip Tuesday. So, welcome to Meal Tip Tuesday. It is Tuesday, December 15th already. And um, uh, we've got a few announcements to make. First one is, if you missed our important announcement, was it last week or the week before? Whenever it was. Um, <laughs> we got the Dally Diaries coming up in just two weeks. The first one will come out in two weeks. Um, just a few minutes ago, Sky and I were outside freezing our butts off. I'm still freezing. It's so cold. <laughs> um, but we filmed the intro for you guys, and we're super excited. For those of you guys that have no idea what I'm talking about, this Dally Diaries. So, you know, all of 2020, we did, well, not all of it, but 48, 48 weeks worth um, of this year, we have done our Everyday Mealmanship Challenge. Uh, got a lot of really good feedback. Um, it seems like most of you enjoyed it. I hope you guys did. Um, but uh, that's over now. We finished that up. Um, you can find all those on our online video library now. But since we did have so much good feedback, we decided to do something else um, for 2021. So we have a two-year-old meal. She's going to be three coming up. When does she turn three? June. Uh, June. She turns three in June. And uh, she's, she's going to be a good meal, um, but needs a full-time job. So I'm working her every... I'm going to work her all year long. And I'm going to send you guys new videos every week. Um, if you're... Most of you are already subscribed to our free newsletter, our TS Meals newsletter. I hope most of you... I hope you're subscribed. If you're not... Go to our website on the homepage. Just scroll. It's on the homepage, right? Just scroll yes. down on the homepage, and you can sign up for free for the newsletter. We send it out every week. So I'll send you guys a short little clip, what I'm doing with Dally. And then if you want to see the full-length video, the in-depth video of us working through all the ups and downs or whatever, um, you can subscribe to that as well. But that's on our online video library. So the free version will be kind of a description of what you're going to be working yep, on. Yeah, just a short clip. And then on the video library, we'll actually have videos full working length. through yep. it with her. So yeah, full-length video. That's so. the difference. Okay, so, and then we're right in the middle. We're right smack dab in the middle of our 12 days of Christmas. What is today? Today is... We're still at the beginning, day four. Okay, we're right. not in the middle, but almost. <laughs> we are on day four of our 12 days giveaways, and uh, this has been a lot of fun. We, who's won so far? I got the... Teresa, Teresa Swenson, Karen Fry, and Kelly Roberts has... They, they have won so far. Um, so, but we're going to announce the winner of day number four at the end of the 
Meal Tip Tuesday today, okay? All right. Let's get into our, our tip of the week. Meal Tip Tuesday. Uh, today's Meal Tip Tuesday is brought to you by Western Meal Magazine. Um, if you're not a subscriber to that, you ought to be. I write an article for them every month. Uh, ben and Anita have been around a long time. I was talking to my dad yesterday because um, he, he asked, uh, you know, about me writing for them. Uh -huh. And, you know, as a child, I used to read those magazines because my dad subscribed for, I mean, he subscribed Forever. for, what, 20 years, uh, 25 years or more maybe. Anyway, so I remember as a kid I used to read them. Did you think you'd be writing for them? No, that's what he said. He said, did you ever think you'd be writing for them? And, you know, no, I didn't. I had no idea. So, anyways, thank you, Ben and Nita, for sponsoring today's Meal Tip Tuesday. And we would love to hear from those of you who do have the magazine and read the articles, how you like them. Because we don't get a lot of feedback on those. Yeah, I don't get any. Well, I get it. Well, get you know, it's not something you can comment or like, yep. you know, just like social media. So, let us know if you guys like the articles you, you read in there. Or if you want me to write about something. If yes. you have a topic you want me to write about, um, let me know. Okay, so today's tip. Always have a reason. Whenever you guys are working with your mules, um, whenever you pick up on your lead rope, whenever you touch your lead rope, whenever you pick up on your reins, whenever you, you move your legs, um, the way you move it in your seat, you need to have a reason um, that is if you want some refinement, you want some progress. But having a reason, uh, you know, Sky, one of Sky's pet peeves is when people hang on the bridle reins. I just notice it because... When they're standing there. Explain, yeah. explain what we're talking about. No, you. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you'll see somebody just standing with their mule, right? Um you mean when they're on the in the yes. saddle? Yes. No, no, or, uh, on the ground. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're on the ground. They're just standing next to their mule, and yes. they're just resting their. They're like the balancing. weight of their arm balancing on the bridle rein or a snap a bit rein. Or whatever. I see it mostly on horse shows, <laughs> like TV and movies. I'm like, oh, oh, they're like hanging on that horse's mouth. I just can't. Heartland. Yeah, my girls love Heartland. Ellie loves Heartland, but you know. Um, you know, just, just hanging on them or, or just or picking talking, up on that lead talking rope. talking with your hands while you're yeah. holding it and you go, and you don't even know it because you're telling this story. I remember um, I was in Tennessee doing a clinic at the Reese Brothers Mule Cell. And uh, a lady that was there pointed out that I was talking with my hands a lot and moving the lead rope. Oh! And it, it uh, you know, I it just know really made me very aware, I thought, oh my gosh, I do talk with my hands. And so I really have to focus not to, to not move my hands in the clinics when I'm talking to you guys. Well, this is what happens. People will ask Ty a question. So say we're in a clinic and they say, but every time I pull back, he doesn't go. And so they're just showing Ty, but what they did was pop right on their mouth. Yeah, they're showing me what they're doing. <laughs> and they're like, clunk, clunk. Yeah. So... So like when it, so or Ty's explaining, you know, and they'll say, oh, so you go like this, thunk, and then, you know, anyway, so you just got to be really, and here's you gotta what, you got to be aware. Yeah, you got to be aware, and when you get a mule that is really refined in that way, you'll really notice. It matters. Yeah, you'll really notice because they will respond when you didn't mean to ask, you know, those kinds of things. And this is one of those things, too, though, that people will buy a mule that is very responsive, and then they wonder how come it's not. Yeah. Um, a month or two or a year later, they're like, well, it used to, 
you know, be real soft or responsive and light. Now they're not. Um, sometimes, yeah, we're just not aware of what we're doing with our, with our hands. And even as I'm sitting here, my hand is moving on my lap. I know, I talk with my hands a lot. So, <laughs> anyways, you need to always have a reason um, when you pick up on that rein, when you pick up on your lead rope, when you uh, just think of all the all the cues, all the aids that you use when you're communicating with your mule or your horse, your donkey, and they matter, and so they need to have a reason. Let me know what you think of today's tip. I'd love to hear from you guys. Let me know what, uh, well, yeah, well, yeah, what your thoughts are. So I got some good questions this week. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Deb Bennett. Deb, are you on here? If you're on here, say hello. She did say that she's usually oh, can't watch till well, later. Oh, right here, since my work schedule gets yes. in the way. So she doesn't see, she doesn't get to see it live. So Deb, when you're listening to this later, either on the podcast or here on Facebook, let me know what you think of my answer. <laughs> but basically, she has a question about ear shy mules. She she just said um, uh, uh, they just got they just got a team of mules. Uh, both of them are ear shy. Um, the previous owner said, just use a snap bridle, basically ignore it. Um, she said she's just kind of working slow at it. Uh, and want to know if I have any other, um, yeah, any other tips uh, on, on fixing this. She Instead says we're not rushing. It. Yeah. Uh, we're not rushing. We, we want to give them a good deal and reason to accept this. So, Deb, thanks for the question this week. You know, on the Earshy Mules... I'll, let me talk about the snap bridle first. Um, the snap bridles, uh, the head stalls rather, are are just fine because you know I'm not going to spend all my time focusing on the ear shy deal. Also, ear shy is one of those things that takes a long time. It's a long term fix. It, it's a it's a long time working at that, and so it's not something like well I'm going to have this fixed this week. It's something that's going to take a lot of repetition. You know, mules are very protective of those ears, and I'll I'll tell you. Um, mules are prone to get ear shy. I, well, I should say the number one reason mules get ear shy is from people ripping those bridles on or off. I always loosen up. I think we talked about this on the last one about crunching ears oh, down yeah. and folding them. And I always loosen up my head stall to the last hole on the left side. My head stall set up with holes and, and has buckles. Um, so I can loosen it up on both sides, but I loosen it up to the last hole on the left side every time I go to take it off. Then there's plenty of room. I never, never crinkle the ears. Ears always forward. Um, so I do that. Uh, that will prevent some problems, but she's past that point. Right. But making a good habit, Deb, start doing that even if you don't do that from now on. Always have that bridle loose for on and off. But like I said, I have no problem using the snap. Uh, I'll use it, and uh, that way you can go about your other work. You know, driving. Sounds like she's driving this team. Uh, that's fine. In the meantime, I'm going to work on a couple pieces. Number one, I'm going to work on lateral flexion. Getting that mule, getting both these mules to bend really nicely uh, both ways, but particularly to the left, because I like to bridle from the left, although you, you should be able to bridle from both sides. It's just a little awkward from the right, but... Um, I'm gonna work on lateral flexion and get them soft. You gotta get them responsive. It's not just about bending their head around. It's not just about cranking their head to the side and holding it there, that's not it. I want the mule light and giving. 
So that's the first thing. Second thing is I'm gonna teach these mules over a period of time how to put their head, heads down, lower their heads. It's really easy to do that. Um, I think I got videos of it on our online video library and then probably all over YouTube too. Mm -hmm. But but teach, Deb, I teach these mules how to put their head down. Because if I have to lift my elbow, my rule is if I have to lift, lift my elbow above my shoulder, then I have work to do. So and she said these mules are 16 hands. So if they are if they are a true 16 hands. And she's not very tall. She's Yeah, she's <laughs> short. Um, and she, if we're calling her short, then she's short because we're very short. And she's... <laughs> At least my height, I would imagine. But, um, <laughs> oh, um, sorry. Um, anyways, so I'm going to teach them to lower their heads. And then the last thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get them real good about handling their muzzle. Most, I've, no, I've noticed a correlation. Most mules that are really ear shy are also real shy around their muzzle. They're real sensitive around their muzzle. So I'd get them good with their muzzle. And then I'm just going to work, you know, I teach in the clinics, one hair a day. I'm going to get one hair a day closer. I'm gonna just work up from the front, work up from, from the back, just a little closer every day. Of the mane. Yep, the mane, the head, the sides, just get a little closer every day. My intent as I work with this. So Having a poor connection, maybe I'll just take it. Usually we'll, record, we'll keep recording. Can you guys see us? Hope we're still here. <laughs> okay, um, sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm gonna work just a little out of time coming up from the main, coming up from the eye, from the sides. I'm not going to have the intent of trying to touch their ears. You're not going right like for I'm, the ear. My, you know, we have we have a different frame of mind than the mules do. Uh, we think differently. We're, we're prey animals. Or no, we're predators and they're prey animals. And so, so sometimes our direct focus is not good. So I'm like, I'm gonna touch these ears. I'm gonna, I gotta touch these ears. That's <laughs> gonna turn that meal real, you know, turn yep. it right off. It's too much. Yeah. So I would just go a little out of time. You're gonna find, so if you're going up the main like this, yep. you're gonna find where that bubble starts of uncomfortable. You know, you're gonna go, oh, right here is when they go, ah, you know, so you're just gonna, one hair day, as Ty says, yep. gonna get a little closer maybe each day. All right, Deb, thanks for that question. Appreciate it. Let me know what you think. Um, the next question comes from Tracy Fleming. Uh, now, Tracy came to our clinic in Jacksboro, her and Ryan. Yes. Uh, they had a, a young mule there. Uh, long story short, the mule, when they're doing their groundwork, the mule gets really nippy, tries to bite them. Okay. It's just a youngster. Uh, right? It is really, yeah, it is young. Um, she starts rearing, um, and then they also say it's very nosy, uh, kind of pushes, pushes, pushes them around, uh, gets in their space, um, it refuses to go, it just lays down. If you remember in the clinic, <laughs> yes. the mule just lay down. He's like, nope, I'm done. Not today. I'm out. Uh, so she's just looking for some tips on this. She says, also when she's riding her other mules, this mule will pace up and down the fence, paw at the fence. Um, and gets really worked up there too. So she's looking for some tips on this. Um, Tracy, uh, it's really just going through the groundwork checklist, but being very confident and um, I guess, I don't know what the word is, other than confident in getting each piece done. So like even at the clinic, I remember talking to you about this a little bit, but 
you know, clear in the front. Um, this is such a simple step, but it is so major in your foundation. You know, and if you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, clearing the front, if you go back to one of the what, first couple weeks of Everyday Mulemanship Challenge, it's on our video library, it's on YouTube, you can find them on Facebook. But clearing the front, basically getting those shoulders to, to yield to you and sending the mule in one direction or the other is so important. And these mules that nip, um, we just answered a question on Facebook. Uh, did you see that video, that lady that the mule kicked at her? Yes. Was, nip, was nibbling, nipping at her, yes. and then kick, you know. Um, she asked about the kicking, but you could see that it yeah, was Yeah, there's, there's so much more to it than just the kicking. Uh, but being able to, getting the mule, being able to get the mule to yield the shoulder to you and go the direction you want, it's just such an important step. And sometimes you got to turn it up a little bit. Like if they're, if this mule, you know, the mules know all about you before you've even decided on a name for it. You know, like if you get a new mule, it's, it knows your whole book that you didn't even know you, you wrote. They right? almost read your thoughts, yeah. I swear. They're just, they're much more in tune. Yeah. We use so many words. I mean, look at me right now. I'm doing all this talking to get this one little point across, right? Mm -hmm. But they are so in tune to the way you make them feel and your body and yeah, your thoughts too. I got way too much evidence to your, think that they can't read your thoughts. Your intentions. They yes. can just, yeah. They, they can read the intention very good. So, Tr Tracy, um, it's really just getting the groundwork better. Um, about the nipping, she said she smacked it over the head with a lead rope when, when it nipped at her. And she says, is this the right thing to do or not? Well, I'm not going to tell you whether it's right or wrong, other than one of my favorite quotes from Ray Hunt Somebody asked him about the horse biting them. Um, and he, you know, they said, well, what do I do if my horse bites me? And he said, endure the pain and don't let it happen again. <laughs> he, didn't say, he didn't say kill him. He didn't say smack him on the head. He didn't say You make him regret him. it. <laughs> no. And this is so hard because we're humans. And it is really hard for us to turn the other cheek. And you're going to have, a, if you posted that question on Facebook, you're going to have 5,000 people giving you different opinions and you're going to see all sorts of medieval things that uh, humans are capable of doing to an animal. Well, it's like... It's you, really hard. Well, you know, I relate everything to children, <laughs> but it's like if a kid, one of the girls hit me, should I hit him back? <laughs> You know, like, like rather... First instinct, you're like, I'm going like, to beat, beat their butt. But no, <laughs> it really doesn't work that way. Right. And also, you hitting them back, you know, as much as you'd like to think that mules are capable of thinking to the level that a human thinks and can... You know, humans have the ability to reason. Mules don't. And you just have to understand their mind. And there's so much good... Uh, there's so many good studies and so much good evidence of this now. But they don't have the ability to reason. So likely, I mean, I can see it. Got bit or nipped at. Probably paused for a moment. Like, going, you know, probably a shock. And then, then did it. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and, and I just don't think we're, any of us are fast enough to actually address it the moment it happens. Because if they did, you know, say there's coming to nip at me, you know, going to nip uh, at my, my arm. And if I was keen enough, I could just kind of block it and ignore it. But we're not usually fast enough and keen enough to do that, so...
There are times, you know, if they get little, you know, they're kind yeah. of doing the lip thingy, you know, teeth are next. But that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it also hurts later, you know. No, a, seems... lo a lot of times people think that's cute. They're like, yeah. oh, look, they love me and they're nibbling. No, that they're get they're going to they're going to bite you. Teeth are next. Yes. Yeah, so, I would so the main thing here is don't let it happen again. So, how do you do that? Again, back to the groundwork checklist. Turn it up. Uh, I think a lot of times with the groundwork, we're just too complacent. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I think a lot like of people... Like, we just don't do it. I think a lot of people don't... I've actually had lots of people at clinics tell me, I just don't like the groundwork. Do well, I don't either. You know, they don't do the groundwork class because they just hate groundwork and they're just yep. never going to do it again. <laughs> but you got to... You need to be able to move these mules' feet. And you can, you get to the feet and then you can get to the mind. And then once you get to the mind, you can get to everything and just fine. But... Uh, you got to get those feet. Yeah, I think first. they they uh, they need structure, yep, you know. They do. So it's like a troubled child needs some needs some structure, and then they line out. It's not always about the actual problem. It's not about the biting. It's about the need for some structure. Yep. Thanks for that question, Tracy. Hope you and Ryan are doing great. Hope to see you again uh, in Texas this year. Okay, so next question comes from from Lori Waller. Uh, Lori's one of our um clinic hosts clinic sponsors so is deb by the way too. so is deb. deb yeah deb was our she's our clinic sponsor in john day oregon uh Lori waller is our clinic sponsor in uh, elkhart. iowa elkhart iowa. elkhart I elkhart iowa <laughs> okay Lori says i'm watching the video library awesome in the trader loading section two with a problem mule which that mule is was tough which oh the trailer loading yeah is sue on here I haven't seen her name. Yeah, so anyways, she usually watches, but her mule put the whoop on me. If you guys <laughs> want to see me get my butt kicked on that video library section two, you'll see it. But mm -hmm. um, so in the trailer loading section two with a problem mule, you make a comment about the mule needing to get life into its feet. If I understand correctly, the slower that mule is going, not getting its feet in the air, it's easier for it to pull away. When you get those feet moving, it's harder for them to pull away, question mark? I find the more I, more life I ask for, that's when my mule wants to pull away. My great, my gray mule is doing better. Only half-heartedly tries to pull away now, but I can see if he thinks about it, and I get a hit, and I get ahead of it. But pretty sure, under the right circumstances, he'll still do it. So, so basically, what did you mean by that? What did I mean life by that? The... Yes. So, these mules and horses and donkeys. When they're, I call it heavy-footed, um, this is when you're gonna, they're going to bolt on you. And that mule in that video was trying, it was dragging me around that arena, <laughs> was bolting with me on the end of the lead rope. Her eyeball, I remember watching her eyeball. So far Ties over side. here. Her eyeball was almost completely rolled oh back because she's trying to look that way. Looking for a way out. It's like she can't even see her eyes so crazy right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, you can see it in that video library. But... So when, when they get heavy footed like that, when they, it's, it's all in the brace. You know, when we talk about the feet, but it's connected all the way up, all these muscles, they get so tight and, and that mule's tensing against you. It's pulling on you and, it, and it's not it's, loose and fluid. You'll see them um, drag yes, their feet. They drag their feet, barely lift it off the sand. Like it'll draw a line in the sand. They need those feet on the ground so that they can get away if there's danger. They say, I got to have that foot on the ground. That's why you'll see him, you'll get scared. You know, um, remember old pal, he'd get scared and not all four people just spread out. <laughs> whoa, whoa, 
and he'd get like two foot off the ground to get low. Um, so, you know, they get those feet down the ground because then they know that they can retreat. Uh, they can flee the scene. They're ready. Yes. So I want to get these feet nice and fluid. I want to get them off the ground. Free. Get control of the feet. Just kind of like I've made the comment the last with the last question. But get them freed up. Get them moving. Um, and now that's hard for people because I say, you need to turn it up a little bit. Kind of like that mm -hmm. with Tracy. I say, yeah. you, know, you need to turn that groundwork up a little bit. That's so hard because a lot of people are hesitant. Like, oh, well, I know. It feels like too much yeah. already. I know if I I know if I push too much, well, they're gonna want to go. That's cool. why I recommend. Go ahead. Well, you worked with this gray mule she's talking about. Yeah, too. I did. So, so Lori, yeah, Lori, if you remember me at the clinic, so this gray mule hers was dragging around and and got away from her multiple times. Uh, I can't remember how many times, but he he bolted away from Lori multiple times, and so I got to a point where I did work with it and I turned it up. I did moving half circles hustling i was moving up and down that arena and i went until that mule was calmer in its mind and more relaxed and uh, those feet were were yeah kind of broke off the ground so it's very important life yeah. in a good way <laughs> you got to get life to those feet it's very important all these mules that bolt their feet are stuck to the ground can we look for questions nope we're out of time <gasps> Um, okay, great oh, questions. Great questions today, you guys. Now to the fun stuff. Um, we're going to announce our winner of our 12 days of giveaway. So Sky's going to get that done real quick. You go ahead and figure that out, Sky, while I announce these sponsors. Got it. So these are our sponsors for our 12 days of Christmas giveaways. We're, for, we're so grateful for them. And how do you get entered in this? If you're signed up, if you, you're signed up for any of our clinics uh, or classes in 2021, you're automatically in here. You didn't have to do anything else special other than get your deposit in for a clinic. So we got Triple H Outfitters. We got Jeff Ellison, 2R Mules. We got Dave Recker, Cami Lundine Sculpture, Mules and More Magazine, Bryce Canyon Mule Days, Colt Nairing Saddlery, Joseph G. Saddlery, Featherstone, Custom Crafts, Equine Jewel Design, uh, Chases Her Mule, uh, The Cowgirl Poet, uh, Jeff Pace Saddlery, Keith Wilson, Western Mule Magazine, and Ernest Brenneman Saddlery. That's a heck of a list. Of, it is pretty awesome. That's a good list of sponsors, you guys. And today, we are giving away uh, Bryce Canyon Mule Days vest, donated by Bryce Canyon Mule Days. We're giving away um, a really nice set of slobber straps. They're so pretty. Uh, Colt Nearing donated some some of these slobber straps, and I really didn't want to put them in the <laughs> Ty drawing. was holding them like, I was like, but I oh, want them. man, they're not. If any of you, you guys, you guys know I liked my Makati setup for my snaffle bit. If you guys like your Makati setup, this is going to be awesome. So, And I'm giving away a, a free month of my online video library. So let's do it. Ready? Yep. The winner is Kenneth O'Connell. Ken. Come right here. on. Is Ken on here? Ken O'Connell, are you on here? Um, if you are, say woohoo! Uh, <laughs> but that's our that's our winner today for uh, day four of our twelve days of Christmas giveaways. So, anyways, we'll put a wrap on today's Mule Tip Tuesday. Thank you guys for uh, for tuning in, watching. Thanks for spending a half hour with us on your Tuesday nights. Um, 
be sure to leave us a review. If you guys like Meal Tip Tuesday, if you guys like the podcast, um, we'd love to hear about it. Love to hear about your reviews of the online video library. It's been up about a week now. So anyways, thanks guys. God bless you, and we will see you next week. Merry Christmas.